Hello, hello, and welcome to Expat Chronicles from Lingcentive. Here, my name is Kimberly Myvet, and I have here Lizzie Muringi. And we'll be your Expat Chronicles advice. So, we're going to just start off by just literally just talking about how it is to be a teacher abroad. I know a lot of people think about teaching abroad as it strictly being about language, uh, English, excuse me, but it's more than that. When teachers come abroad, they're doing more than just um, teaching English, as is the assumption. Uh, for example, Lizzie here, you're a what? I am a maths and biology teacher. There you go. And of course, I am still English. Yes, I am the English one, but it goes beyond that where we're not just teaching um, or for example, for me, I'm not just teaching a language course, I'm teaching AP courses as well, um, advanced placements for those who are American and are listening to this abroad. Yes, it's possible to go beyond the basic English language if you're te teaching just English, okay? And for math and biology, it's more than that. It's not just uh, one plus one, two plus two, of course. It is, you know, beyond that scope. And we're here to just talk more about that, of course. And so welcome once again to Expat Chronicles. Okay, yes. So chapter one here. So first, we didn't get into where exactly we're teaching. Where are we teaching, Lizzie? Uh, we are in the heart of the United Arab Emirates. One of the most popular spots going on right now, right? Yep. It's, I mean, we're here in the heart of it. The growth of it, it's been insane. Can you agree? Very much so. Man. <laughs> I mean, just to say, I mean, real talk. It's, it's from when we arrived. And Lizzie, actually, you've been here for how long? Eight years going on to nine. I wow. Think. Really? I didn't know yeah. that was that much. I'm here on seven years now. Going on to eight. Yeah, it's it's oh, insane. It's crazy. It's been a while. All right. It just flies right back, you know, right, you know, keeps going, okay? Flies right by. And, um, and so, you know, when you come, you don't think about, you do think about how long you're going to stay. And I know when I came, it was like, oh, two, three years, more than likely, and then we'll find our path and we'll go. But as we said earlier, I'm here seven years now. And how about you? I originally came, I was sure I was going to do two, three years maximum. Um, yeah, you keep bringing that. You visa. got married during that time, didn't you? Oh, I've had life changing <laughs> I arrived to the UAE single, I got married, I had my first child, I had my second child, so it's been... A so you built a whole family here, huh? Yeah. Unexpectedly, right? Came here yeah. single, like, oh, I'm just going to chill and hang out, and then whole family is here now. Wonderful. That's excellent, actually. That's a good thing. And we say this because it's actually, living here in the UAE is actually just especially for families. They cater a lot to families. And that's something I've noticed and um, just moving around when it comes to activities and stuff where you don't know what to do with the kids, but UAE will always have some form of function, playhouse, it doesn't matter, for kids. And so that's what's actually pretty awesome about having a family here. You are well taken care of within the community um, when it comes to having family. So that's that's actually a bonus as an expat educator as, as well, um, I think. Um, it's very family oriented. Exactly. And I think 
one of the greatest things is they always have some activity, one or the other, for families, especially for the children, even in summer, in the middle of the heat. Right, so right, that yeah. So are catered for. Um, and this is besides your usual shopping and morning exactly, stuff. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, that's what's great. And, and I didn't go into this. You probably hear our accents. I'm from the U.S. of A, Chicago, okay, born and raised. And Lizzie? I am Zimbabwean. Yes, just in case you were wondering, okay? This is to clarify. We don't want you to get confused talking about UK and South African or whatever. <laughs> no, all right? So just go, bring that back. So, and that just shows you that it's it's almost a melting pot here. You know, you have many different cultures and many different people from different places teaching um, children, the children here, whether it be Emirati children or expat children, they're getting proper educations because we're teaching them. That's <laughs> true. And so that's this that's just one thing we want to share, of course. And but this isn't of course our first country. No. Nope. It's not. All right. Lizzie, you wanna go with your resume of, of <laughs> our travel of your travels? So originally I was trained in Zim, Zimbabwe. Um looked for a job and worked a bit in Botswana and then moved to Qatar, Doha. Um, I worked for an international school, first experience with expatriates. Wow, okay. And it was very, very diverse, mm. completely something new for me. Mm -hmm. um, I have never taught so many nationalities, and it was a British curriculum school, so CIE, Cambridge International Exam, um, AS, um, A-level and IGCSE. So you kind of don't have much of a chance to be in awe. You got to get these students ready for the exams. Right. But I remember thinking to myself, wow, um, I have to adjust right. to find something I can relate to yeah, yeah. and what the students can also relate to right. when they see me as their teacher in front of them. Mm -hmm. And so I spent a couple of years in Qatar and then I moved over here. And again, <laughs> interesting because when I moved here was my first feel with the American curriculum. Oh yes, that's right. <laughs> Common Core, Algebra, AP Calculus, um, it's, it's, it's all maths, but it's not packaged the same. It's definitely not. It's, so it's different. It's very interesting to see. You've got to be diverse when you are a global educator yeah, yeah. and you've got to blend. I can agree with that because that was when I first was introduced as well to the British curriculum. I, I didn't know anything about IGCSEs or the IELTS or any of any of those, you know, Cambridge wasn't part of our curriculum, you know? We were McGraw-Hill, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, exactly. So, you know, like, it, it definitely is an adjustment, but it's a good adjustment because I felt like, you, like you said, you become more exposed, more broadened, you understand the levels of education being conducted. And you're and if you're able to navigate through that, I think it just only excels your your career as a teacher, as a full time yes. educator. So it's actually very good, especially great for your C V guys. Very good for your C V. <laughs> and so great. But yeah, I, we talked about uh, Lizzie's resume. I'll, I'll, I'll throw mine out there really quickly. I started off in South Korea. 
uh, four years there. We're all we're both secondary, by the way. We didn't mention that, but we're both secondary. So started there. Um, didn't have a clue what was going. On. It was so random. Almost didn't go because I was like, I don't know the language. I don't even know where it's at on the map. I had to pull out a map to find out where South Korea was, or is, I should say. And then, um, and then from there, moved to where did I go to? Oh yeah, Thailand, and then Kuwait, and now here. I hope I'm not missing a country. I don't think I am. Okay, <laughs> I had to think through that because it just it it gathers up. But the UAE has been the country I've been in the longest. Um, sure yeah, it, it was, it, and I think it was probably because we were younger, yeah. right? Moving around, we weren't, we were both single, yeah. no kids, no husband, Nothing to worry about. the life, yeah. the life. Now we got to worry about other people. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay though. We love them. We love them. But that's just, you know, um, so welcome to the expat life, you know, um, and thank you once again for listening to us on our first chapter of this, introducing how it is to really be abroad in another world. And let me tell you, just we're going to be touching on topics in terms of things that you're probably questioning, like how is insurance out here? Excellent, by the way. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, little things like just being able to grow and expand while still being a teacher here, while still, you know, growing in your field if you're just, you know, trying to complete your degrees, it's more than possible. And that's the best part, um, I think, with being out here and learning and, and having a good time. We're in the middle of everything, so we'll also talk about travel. Oh, yes. Travel is big, big, big. So we'll talk about traveling from the Middle East, um, and so, and of course, a lot of things to do with teaching the students. Uh, well, we won't talk bad about our students, of course, but we will talk about the challenges that we do face and hope you relate with us because it's not just our countries, let's say. It's not just America. It's not right. just the UK. It's not just, you know, uh, Asia. It is these, the, uh, since Corona, can you agree? Yes. Since Corona, post Corona, it has been hell. It's, 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 it's actually, <laughs> There's no other word to say used there. It's, it it's, has it's, been hell. It's odd to even say this, yeah. but Corona really did a number on education. Man. You would think education is the one thing that was continuous through Corona. Right. Because we did it remotely. But there have been major changes to education. What it looks like, what it feels like. Right, right. And in terms of even the demand and how teachers supply in, right. uh, present in a classroom mm -hmm. and and all these things need to be discussed yeah there have been major changes mm -hmm. in what teaching and learning looks like right. and obviously the journey needs to be talked about because mm -hmm. this is continuous yeah five years from now it's going to look different mm -hmm. again but we need to get to five years from now. Exactly. And we are the people who are going to be getting there. So are we going to get there? It's, it's a, that's an excellent question. Because I, I remember watching um, a report, a PBS report actually, about how in America the reading, uh, the reading and math scores, I believe, um, specifically the math scores, were at the lowest it's been Every. in centuries. Yep. Centuries. And um, and that was just baffling to me. But 
it wasn't baffling to the fact where I already knew, <laughs> you know, I kind of already had this, that suspect, but it was baffling in the sense that they said centuries, not the students lost, you know, a year worth of a curriculum of education. No, you know, all oh, the students are just a couple of years. No, they said centuries back. And that just lets, and it just, it just, it just, it's just, it's like, how, you know, we've been teaching them the basic or the, or even before Corona, we were teaching them what we were supposed to be teaching. It worked. And we were evolving in technology. Yes. Okay. We were evolving. We were using it as a resource. Yes. But when Corona hit, it had to become more than a resource. It, it became, it became everything. everything. And that's, I think, where it, 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 just, it just got shot to hell. Because not only was it the struggle of providing technology for those underprivileged, it was also making sure that they were attending the classes, that they were present all the time. And a lot of that was, you know, had to be put on the parents. Yeah. But you can't do that to the parents if the parents have to work as well or they have multiple kids. True that. It's difficult for the parents, you know? And so it was just... And there's the most important thing. Um, there's schools of thought that even think mm -hmm. technology in its own is not an aid, but hampers education. Right. So you've got lots of schools of thoughts flying around. Mm -hmm. And whilst we might be pro-technology, right. um, and we salute the amazing things we're able to mm -hmm. do mm -hmm. with technology mm -hmm. during corona, um, hopefully, as we progress with this podcast, we'll be able to discuss what other people's fears are with yeah. integrating technology in their classrooms yeah. and what does it mean real in, in their realities. Because remember, mm -hmm. we're coming from different worlds. For me in Africa, mm -hmm. I'm I'm looking at it from a different perspective. Right. And iPad in my classroom? Come on, please. <laughs> Girl, nah. I think that's a very valid topic to, to discuss because I think it is a topic that has not really been focused on in depth. And um, that is something that we will definitely go in depth in our future podcast because, yeah, it's been technology has been hindering us, uh, hindering the students a lot, not us, uh, the students. Um, they... You know, yes, they know how to use it in miraculous ways. Don't get me wrong. They know how to do a lot of things that we don't know how to do. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we want to make sure that they're not losing certain skill sets that they would have pen to paper or whatever. Um, and it's all being absorbed in this in this because if we I mean, if you think about it, we grew up with technology as yes. resources, though, not as our, our whole thing, you know. We, you know, we. I needed to have a laptop in university. Yes. I needed to write my papers, do research, exactly. do all of these things. So it's not like it's not needed, but it's really just learning how to use reuse them properly, like you said. And so we'll we'll be getting into that in our future as well. Um, great, great thing to 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 think about, everyone. But we're here. We hear you. We understand. Okay. <laughs> we know as a, as a teacher, if you're a teacher, if you're a teacher mom, if you're a teacher, if you're an assistant teacher, okay. If you are a student teacher, okay. We are here. We get it. We are, of course, telling, telling you that we are abroad. 
we are sharing our experiences, sharing our knowledge, all of those things. Of course, none of this is to scare you from being abroad. We think it's the best thing ever to do as a yeah. teacher, personally. <laughs> so, and you will be shocked and amazed at the amount of teachers who have decided, you know what? We are going to go, you know, abroad and 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 do our job effectively. Not saying you can in your own country. Not saying that at all. But do our job just as, I should say, just as effectively as we would do it back in our home countries. Like I said, the insurance is better, though. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's it. But welcome to Expat Chronicles. This is Chapter 1, Introducing Kim and Liz. And you will hear us again. Bye.